2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited
0: by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Acast recommends podcasts we love. Changemakers is a new podcast
1: series with me, Claire McKenna.
0: Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including The David McWilliams Podcast, I'm Grandmam, and the one you're listening to right now. Welcome everybody to the Blood and Mud podcast. Hello. Hello. The podcast that really wants to do the full two hours of the French-Argentina rewatch.
2: Yeah, I don't want anything else out of... I mean, that's all we're going to talk about this week, presumably. I assumed. Yeah, I mean, there, there anyway. were
0: other games, but what? what is the point of oh, yeah, the I mean, France argentina we'll, we'll,
2: game? We'll come on to it, but, yeah. Why would we talk about anything I'll else? I'll give then? a
0: little bit of Lee's House um, context Yeah, the yeah, yeah. French-Argentina game. My daughter and wife... My son doesn't live here anymore, as we know. My daughter and wife... Had gone out for the evening to watch the ninety-five musical starring Louise Redknapp
1: oh, where's live that?
0: in Liverpool with some.
1: Oh, okay,
2: friends. fair, fair enough. I was going to say, is she playing like Colin Bay or something? That's
1: Liverpool that's Empire. Right. As it goes, fair enough. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, off they went. So I'd been working on the Guardian and all that. So I finished work just as the France game was starting. Mm-hmm. Watched the first half, half time, cooked myself a steak. Ate it with nothing else, just yeah. steak. Then what's the second half? Now, I know there are better Saturday nights in the world. While sat alone in my house, so I can know my own mind.
2: I, I don't know if there are. <laughs> <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, I'm not sure we can definitively say that there are any better days than that.
0: That was a wonderful, wonderful evening.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: But surely we will be talking about that later on, won't we?
2: I would okay. imagine so, yeah.
0: So, welcome along, everybody. Hello, I'm, uh, I'm Lee. You know you that. Are. And over there is.
2: I'm Josh. I remain Josh. Just
0: Wh- well, you say you remain Josh, but you are now mm. Blue Tick Joshua, are you not? On the Twitter. Oh, yeah. You are I, official. I,
2: I'm officially me, which, you know, you could argue I've officially been me for some time, but, you know, now I'm really me. They so- can't take
0: Apart from the tick, what do you get? What it? What? What's the experience of a blue um, tick man?
2: I mean, you get a whole concierge thing whenever you log on. There's you know people who tweet for you. There's a, <laughs> a, a, a private members channel. I mean, I joke about there being a private members channel, but there is. The, it's one of the most bleak and sad things I could possibly imagine. But when you get your little blue tick, like mm-hmm. you know, when you only got like all the mentions on your notifications bit. Mm-hmm. There's like a special bit that just says verified. That's where all the verified people go.
0: All the blue it's, tick responses going out of there. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It like filters out all of the, <laughs> what they considered the high quality people. It's genuinely, genuinely.
0: Was the concierge depressing. thing a joke? Yeah, yeah, it was a
2: joke. I was, I mean, was going to say, get, fuck, mate. You I don't know, get well, like a
0: funny log on thing.
2: <laughs> I did it because of my job. Uh, and I feel a bit silly having it, if I'm honest. But you know.
0: Well, you shouldn't feel silly, Josh. You are an official man of ranking.
2: Apparently so. Not just in this podcast, obviously. They fucking gave it to me, so more fool them, to be honest. So how
0: does it work then? Did they say do you have to apply or do they do have to
2: you just have to apply and say hello, I'm a journalist of an outlet. I don't want people pretending to be me on the internet. Here we go. And then they go, because yeah, because we have please, had some like...
0: trouble with a, with a twat, haven't we? Let's
1: be honest,
2: we've had problems. You know, we've had pro- Listen, you know we, I've had various problems with twats over the years, <laughs> and uh, occasionally one of them was pretending to be me. That was weird. Remember that
1: mm.
2: when they uh, they t- tried to pretend they, they momentarily set up a parody Twitter account of me that lasted about six yes, days? I'd forgotten it about was that, very is. weird. That it wasn't very funny but it was very weird. <laughs> so so if, that, if that was you who did that listening, uh, congratulations, because you made me just go, this is a bit fucking weird. I don't know if I like it for about a week. Yes, indeed. But Ben, uh, Russell,
0: ben Russell says the Twitter CEO must be a big fan of a big
2: light or lamp. I mean, it is my most uh, significant and important cultural like addition to the world, I think is the biggest sort of most important cultural offering that I've given to it. And you know, obviously it's sweeping the nation now. So
0: Well we thought the All-Star game was a thing that would grab worldwide attention. I, I didn't thought
2: we? so. I genuinely thought so, but apparently not.
0: But it turns out it's the epic mm. big light or lamp game.
2: <laughs> Refit man says, now that Josh has the blue tick, does that mean he has horribly centrist takes and everything? I mean, yeah, but strap in and find out, guys. I'm about to be right down the middle.
0: Josh is the least centrist person I've met.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm centrist, to be honest. I'm probably I'm probably <laughs> yeah, I probably am more I am a dad and I am centrist. I'm tragic, <laughs> basically, probably. So <laughs>
2: See, the irony is I consider myself to be broadly down. At once, at one point, I consider myself to be relatively centrist, but I think the last couple of years has rendered that whole position increasingly silly. I think
0: the weird thing about, you know, like I've probably said this before, you know, the American Midwest is not actually in the west of America.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah.
0: It's actually in the middle. It's actually in the east, a lot of it, if you draw a line down the middle
2: of America. It's true, it's very true.
0: Most of it's in the east of America, but it's called the Midwest. And I do get that this country now, has been has become anything that sort of suggests like nationalising railways means you're an unhinged communist lunatic. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so,
2: anything to the anything to the left yeah. of yeah, So what that, the left
0: is now, what the centre is yeah. now is completely out of the window, isn't it? So, yeah, so I, it I suppose really given what most of our views might be, we're probably <laughs> centre now or are we oh I don't know. Oh, I, think I, think, it doesn't matter. I
2: think we're basically uh, Maoists in the eyes of a lot of Rugby Union. So so in <laughs> the, the two it...
0: Maoists, we're now going to stop washing for the rest of our lives and live yeah. in one room like he did.
2: We're going to collectivise this podcast. I uh... <laughs> <laughs> do know yeah, what that means. It just sounded funny. we collectivised
0: it and every <laughs> single thing we do will be the greatest, another triumph for the People's <laughs> Republic of Blood and Mud.
2: So. Indeed.
0: Right, hello everybody. So anyway, I'm Lee, hello. Over there is, is Blue Tick Joshua. Uh, obviously it's been a very busy weekend of rugby, of which we'll be talking a lot. So we will try vainly those. probably to, to yes. raise foodies beginning bits and then do a load of weekend chat behind the paywall, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. to get a big reward for you patience. Thank you very much. But before we do that, we'll let people like to say, What have been apart from watching all the rugby and meeting a stake in the France game, what have you been up to this weekend, John?
2: Uh, I do. You know when well, he gets week, to that point? It, you know when it gets to that point in the year where you just go, "I've got to sort the garden out before winter, and cut everything back and chop down everything that's dead." Now, that was me on Sunday. It was a we fill a heard. fill a big bin with cuttings and shit. Was and, it
0: in time for your last brown bin collection? No uh, I was, and but, when you brush it all up and you stick it, you think, "Fuck, they're not coming till March."
2: <laughs> see we get they collect my green bin all year round but i have to Do pay they fucking, really but i have to pay 35 pounds a year for the privilege otherwise well, let me they tell you be, this you don't pick up my green bin at all
0: in flincher i've got to pay 35 pound a year for not even all year round service they, I mean, they pack it in, abs- in October.
2: that is an absolute disgrace i mean to be fair they might well stop it here and i just don't notice <laughs> exactly but as, as, far, as <laughs> far as i'm aware because <laughs> yeah, there's
0: nothing to cut is there between october and march no so exactly you wouldn't notice would you
2: yeah and my garden's not that big so that, like, I have to do a pretty serious cleanup to fill that bin.
0: I've got a – my willow tree died and got oh. cut down and taken away, which is very sad. Yeah. Um. And what's happening now, which I'm loving, in fact, is all around my willow tree stump that was left behind is a, a veritable fucking terrifying forest of mushrooms.
2: <laughs> what is up like, with mushrooms this year? I was like,
0: "What's going on here?" Then it turns out they feed off the rotting; they live on the rotting trunk.
2: Right? Okay. Because so I've basically, noticed... they're saying as
0: long as you can stand to have them there, leave them because they'll just keep feeding off the trunk till it dies, and they'll rot into the ground. And so I'm like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. all about biodiversity. That's a centrist thing to Fuck do, isn't it? Not. Biodiversity Indeed. in your garden, Damn
2: right?" I tell you, so, what, yeah. though. I've noticed a lot of mushrooms this year. Maybe I will just... Maybe it's just my. I'm just noticing it, but I feel like there's more mushrooms this year. Like just around the place, they're everywhere. Is that a controversial take? I don't know.
0: I well, I have some in my front garden as well, which I've not had most years, so I can't. Is it because it's warmer and wetter than usual?
2: It's. It might be the warmest It's still. It's still like fuck. It, it's November and it's fucking twelve degrees. It
0: was thirteen degrees here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mushrooms are fucking loving it. Shorts yeah, on. Be.
2: Crazy motherfucker.
0: taking up all the fucking towels on the, on the uh, sun beds, loving life. Honestly, so yeah, that was me. So Sunday, my nan come round. My nan's eighty four mm. now, me, mm. and she's and um, I was treated to uh, the entirety. Her life now is just a caravan mm. of cafe disappointments. <laughs> so I was treated to the full reasons <laughs> as to the no- she's been. She went to four cafes as she called cafes last week. Cafes. Yeah, yeah, yeah last week, and was disappointed by each of them for different reasons, including one of them. She, she's got no idea what It'd things be. cost, yeah, yeah. What things cost, so she's fuming. That's so she went start. to Wally, and I went to Wally, said, I ordered a chicken burger, It mm-hmm. come, they were all made, mm-hmm. she said, but it we're all right, but we're like that big, they're obsessed big, about that big, she said, and on the side, the thinnest chips I've ever seen, she said.
2: She's never allowed to go to the Golden <laughs> Burger Kitchen.
0: <laughs> the thinnest, twelve pound <laughs> ninety-five. The thinnest chips I've ever seen. I said, "Sounds bad, that man." So anyway, I went to another one. They said, "Do you want this?" Well, I said, "I didn't." I said, "I'll just have a toasted tea cake." So they brought it out. They brought it out to me. It come, it come. Oh, they buttered it. They just buttered the middle of it, just in the middle there, nothing round the outside. And they, I, don't, I didn't want them to butter it before they brought it out. So I said, "Okay, man." I said, "Did you ask them to bring you some more butter?" You did it do the outside. Well, no, I didn't want to do that. And it's just open anyway. I mean, uh, and I was like, well, so basically what you've done is instead of giving this young couple who've opened a cafe a chance to, like, yeah, yeah. right, you're just yeah. basically passive-aggressively going round the whole of North East Wales, <laughs> <laughs> slagging them off because of the butter
2: yeah. policy. Like they've not given, you've not given them a chance to actually just do the bare minimum of, like, putting some, a mistake right in the service industry, which is pretty... Yeah. And, yeah, I mean... I mean, you've you love she, the. She can't use
0: TripAdvisor, but she's she's. A... Thank
2: God for that, frankly. <laughs> Shutting down places left and right. But I want to
0: go to that cafe just to see if I can quantify, you know, if I can quantify the figure, you know, and the the thinnest <laughs> chips that anyone's ever seen. I want to go there to see what that actually G-
2: is. Genuinely, if she if she ever goes to the Gourmet Burger Kitchen and sees their skinny fries, which even I think, as a fan of the skinny fry. Are a bit much. Oh, all right. controversial. I mean, I mean, they're basically like matches. That's the level of thinness we're talking. I'm not exaggerating there. Have the are French got a
0: word for that specific kind of?
2: Probably, fruit. yeah. But it's almost like it's more like shredded. Almost. They're very tasty, very crispy, and I do like a crispy fry. But she would lose her fucking mind.
0: Oh yeah, she's so she's yeah. So I, I can't wait for next week where she's going next week to have her life ruined.
2: Oh, that was the other thing. Actually, I was doing the garden. Um, supposed to be doing. Obviously, um, I was supposed to be doing the garden with my in-laws. Um, okay, who were coming over from Somerset because they like to garden, and their garden is perfect. And they like it. They like to do garden things.
0: And they judge you as a result of it
2: a little bit. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's free labor, so I'm not going to complain. But my father-in-law was feeling a bit under the weather yesterday, so oh. uh, just my mother-in-law came over, and so I was, you know, in the garden for about 3 hours with my mother-in-law and she just you know she did a thing and cracked on after about half an hour i realized that as i was sort of raking up leaves and stuff because like there were tools involved i kind of started singing uh i got hose in different area codes to myself <laughs> <laughs> and then after, i realized that i had been doing that sort of out loud to myself because you know you're doing gardening, there's a hoe. I, I'd made myself laugh with the little joke, and yes. then it got stuck in my head. So for half an hour, in the presence of my mother-in-law, I was just singing about having hoes in different area codes. And I don't know if she noticed, but she didn't say anything to me. So
0: it'll just it'll just go unspoken between
2: <laughs> <easy>. <laughs> about fifteen years, it'll come out.
0: Well, there you go. More gardening scenarios and all that Indeed. kind of stuff. Um, and mean, now and a cafe disappointments. So, uh, anyway, so that's us this Starting weekend. Stuff. I'm off to, in other words, in other news, you know, people don't really go to the office anymore. I'm not in the office much. Tomorrow, mm. I'm going to Birmingham overnight.
2: What the fuck?
0: Yeah. I mean, my first trip away is Birmingham overnight. Well,
2: that is absolutely obscene,
0: isn't it? So yeah, I've got to get a train at eight o'clock to, The train with other people at eight o'clock tomorrow morning and go to Birmingham. Although it's a conference thing. I'm actually but I'm actually genuinely quite looking forward to the
2: to the subject I mean, of it. But And it's nice to do something a bit different. Isn't it just yeah?
0: But i will be I'll be taking my tape measure and measuring the thickness of the chips. That's all I'm saying.
2: Absolutely.
0: So if you want to get in touch with us, I am Lee at bloodandmud.com or Don't at worry, Blood and Mud on l twitter um you don't want to get in touch with me any other way really i'm on instagram but i don't use that for anything to do with this podcast it's mostly just me noodling on my guitar and taking photos of the dog but you're welcome along if that's what you want to go have a look at indeed And what about you josh
2: uh at josh gardner or indeed uh at Rocked underscore mag for more apparel related chat uh somebody emailed me on the pod email again this week uh, it was quite a funny joke. I didn't respond, but it was. I thought it was good. I shared it in the Facebook group. But, you know, just to show I am reading these things. I'm never going to respond, ever. But I am reading these things.
0: Anna S says, Birmingham Lee is luxury. I've had to do an overnight trip to Widness. <laughs> oh. Widness, uh, also thinking to change his name to, they're going to change his name to What's That Fucking Smell? Because that's what people say the minute they <laughs> arrive there, usually. <laughs> the old chemical plants um, there's yeah. a, there's
2: a lovely old solid uh in Mountain Ash ashney where i'm from there's a lovely old uh, horrendous piece of post industrial toxic horrendousness that used to be a smokeless fuel works until i was about 5 or 6 you know when they like made they turned like coal into things what didn't smoke that was supposed to be cleaner but they just sort of and yes. it genuinely it's been 30 years, it's shut and it still smells of gas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. It isn't funny, it's, but it's, it's,
2: it's, it's how genuinely horrendous, like in terms of the environmental impact that that thing must Mountain have. Mountain Ash
0: is another, I found this out gardening because we've planted a, a, a rowan tree in our gardens, yes. it's a native English, British species. Um, and that's—I didn't know that's all. That's also called mountain ash. Which I'm assuming it's something to do with where that town got its name from.
2: Yeah, I guess there must be lots of mountain ashes. I mean, it was described. It was called the furnaceite plant, or just the furnaceite. Yeah, remember. anthracite
0: and furnaceites were, were a yeah. big sort of a development in house coal to try yes. and convince you you weren't killing everyone and yourself.
2: <laughs> yes, it was for basically for London, so that people, so that London had less smog um people in the Connor Valley got cancer. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's yeah. a, that's the pitch for Erin Brockovich too done there I by mean, Josh. So. I mean
2: it, it, we you've you've watched that thing about DuPont. It's
0: Dark Waters belting film.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that could easily looks quite one. a lot like
0: Mountain Ash, that bit of uh,
2: yeah West Virginia <laughs> whatever it is it's in. <laughs> yeah. I think there could be one about the site.
0: There's a lot of superstition about the Rowan tree, particularly in Scotland. Okay. Yeah, apparently it's still considered bad luck in Scotland if a Rowan tree falls on your car.
2: I mean, I'd consider it bad luck if anything fell on my <laughs> car. But <laughs> <laughs> these to their own.
0: So, um, mm. that's how we get in touch with us. We're on ACAS, we're on Apple, we are on patreon.com. Slur Blood and Mud. Well, you can come along and get yourself a joining thing. You come up to the window, Mm -hmm. you throw your money on the counter, you say, let me in, let me in, and we will let you in to the Facebook group, that you only get if you're a patron. We'll let you in to the patron private RSS feed, where you get all of the episodes unclipped, and you get extra episodes and all that malarkey. yeah. Yeah, you do. £2 a month or £20 for the entire year. Get it out of the way. Just pay it sorted. Get all of us, Set all of this. and forget.
2: That's how I pay for my Premier Sports, and that's how I'm still subscribed to Premier Sports, because I keep forgetting to cancel it every year.
0: Somehow lost my Sky Sports subscription when signing up for Sky Glass. Really? Hmm.
2: I mean, yeah, not the end of the world. It's fuck all on Sky Sports anymore.
0: Yeah, but then I wanted to watch the Browns last night, so I had to ah, sign up again. Is. But it's, yeah, it's on a one-month rolling contract now, so I thought. not nah, that. Um, so yeah, other thing you pay for five pounds a month or 50 pounds for the whole year, you get you get a bit of a biography read out on you air. You do, yeah. not only this week, so there's no biographies no. to read out. So, oh well, so there you go. If you want
2: that, though, crap, if on. you
0: want that, yeah, patreon.com with your fingers, mash them into the keyboard, patreon.com, yep. slash blood and mud. And you can come along and get a special membership. You get an app. You can use the RSS feed in any of your usual podcast apps. It's all all wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. It is indeed. Shall we begin as we always begin, Josh?
2: I think we better add.
0: Let's talk with a player spotted. Now, patron and long-term supporter of the pod, Tom Osdoba, has been in touch. Who really wanted me to read this out because he sent it to me three times.
1: (laughs) I mean...
2: (laughs) See the difference between you and I. There is that that would then make me less likely to read it out, just for yeah. being difficult's sake. But but it's an opportunity time to read it out because absolutely, Tom, is, it is. Tom lives <laughs> in
0: France, right? And Tom says Toulouse really is Valhalla. Fair dude.
2: Oh, <laughs> fair play. I he says as Friday.
0: Brought, this is a few. This is ages ago now because he to me three times. But either way, just he said sighting of not only than Antoine Dupont <sighs> spotted.
2: It's a big gun.
0: Spotted sitting at a pop-up refreshment venue on a boulevard popular among the city's patanka players.
2: I mean, it's perfect, isn't it? I bet he's fucking brilliant at patank. Of course he fucking is.
0: A pastime I simply cannot muster much interest in, says Tom. Hmm. I love how the French can make anything look cool, like and shit.
1: (laughs) Like
0: if the French did Crown Green Bowling, everyone would want to do it, wouldn't they?
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like... There's a pub around the corner from me that's got its own Patank. Fucking, I don't know what you call a big bit of gravel field. Not really. That... It's
0: Patank the one they lob the balls. The balls
2: yeah, and... yeah. Right. yeah. Silver balls, isn't it? Unless I'm totally wrong. That's
0: the only French game I know. Specific French game.
2: I yeah, guess. Patank, Patank is the, the shiny silver balls on the gravel. That's the one.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so um, even the off-season, the young man was steadfast with a Perrier, distinguishing himself from everyone else around. As French norms of indifference indifference dictate, remarkably little attention was given to his presence.
2: (laughs) I love French norms of indifference. That's a beautiful sentence.
0: And he gave the young man working behind the bar a fist bump as he grabbed his motorbike helmet... Made a quiet exit, Antoine de Pont, on a motorcycle.
2: It's a see. I can't picture. It's like I. I'm sorry. I can't picture Antoine de Pont on a hog, but I can picture him on a little scooter.
0: See, I've got him on like a junior Kickstart Scrambler type thing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just revving it way too much and doing a little wheelie as he drives down the street. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> as he drives off
2: But I can also see him being one of those ones With like a Vespa With one of those annoying horns And like an open helmet And he's like And off <laughs> yes.
0: I'm just picturing Anton Dupont and junior kickstart with Peter Purvis <laughs> Just staring at him with French indifference As he was asking him questions about You know so when did you first get into motorcycling in Toulouse, Antoine? <laughs> Stare dead-eyed, stared-eyed.
2: Now, Antoine, we're going we're to ask you to drive along this uh, steel beam, precariously thinged over a, a small waterfall, and then we're going to put out some logs, and you're going to have to do a very tight turn around them very, very slowly. And of course he'd win it. Of course he'd win it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's an athlete. There's, you know, He's not going to mess up something My... as simple as Junior Kickstart.
0: My next door neighbour, Gaz, in my last house, was on junior kickstart. It made him a bit oh, of a wow. local superstar fucking back in the day. It did.
2: I fucking bet.
0: He's bald now.
2: Oh, well, I mean you can't win him all, can you?
0: You know, it's it's just it's, it's you know, it's a story of life, really, isn't it? An allegory of life <laughs> that you <laughs> yeah. go from being on junior kickstart to being bald. And Indeed. you're just gonna roll with it. I spent most of the time chatting to you about cutting the hedges that, that that separated our properties in a friendly way. It wasn't a fallout job. It's incredible.
2: I love the nature of some, like, 80s TV series and game shows in that. How many series of Kickstart and Junior Kickstart do you think there are in total?
0: I've, now, the way you've asked the question suggests that there's actually probably about three. that just kept repeating.
2: Or are there? I mean...
0: I don't know. You tell me. You've obviously looked it up. So there
2: are there are in co- combined eighteen series of Kickstart and Junior Kickstart, nine each of the seniors and the juniors.
0: So it ran for which, a decade. See, I thought it went longer than that. Yeah, seventy
2: nine to eighty eight, and then a one off special in June nineteen eighty eight. The junior one carried on until ninety two. Actually, that's obviously what I remember. But and uh, Peter
0: Purvis hosting. I mean, he's been sixty four years old. For seventy-two years, Peter Burvis.
2: Yeah, he's basically been the same age since since he left Blue Peter, which was yeah. Fucking ages ago.
0: So thank you, Tom. Your mm. badgering has done the trick. It's a good than that though. I can't be like, just get Indeed. forgetting. So you know, just so you know, Tom will show just mind me. Don't mind the Josh, he'll just ignore you even more and block True.
1: you. True. He can he's have a like
0: team team. He I can am. literally send heavies round
2: too good for the likes of you.
0: Yeah. You could you you know, you've got a private security to send round people's houses now. Oh, hundred percent, yeah, to, yeah. To, yeah. Anybody
2: I tell you what, it is funny how people seem genuinely people have been much more um what's the word? Polite about my shit opinions. <laughs> what's the word? I've, I've never come oblige.
1: across this before. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> That's the yeah. one.
2: Weirdly everybody's like sort of being really sort of like reasonable instead of just being a dickhead back to me for being a dickhead. I find it very unsettling. I might have to stop stop having opinions. Right. Yes. Can we do some news? We should. Not I'm, great I'm busy deal this week. Is there? I'm busy at Wikipedia in uh Do you remember Cluedo, the game show version of Cluedo? I don't. Chris, I remember the Chris pub Tarrant.
0: I remember the pub quiz machine Cluedo.
2: Oh damn, right you do. I love that. I spent a lot of money at that in university. Or so much money in that. So I I rinsed I got so much money in the it box between the ages of like seventeen and (laughs) twenty-three. I I dread to think how much money I spent.
0: I was student union when I think back, they brought in a Coronation Street gambling machine because it's a private members' place. Obviously the Mm -hmm. the fucking jackpot's like 150 quid and stuff. (laughs) People were just chucking money in there. It's like this is a very looking back on it now, it's like this is really not cool. We've all got about twelve quid to our name. Yeah.
2: No, it's very like, yeah, I try. Like, I can probably count on one hand the number of times I hit the jackpot in either pub quiz or uh, pub quiz or who wants to be a millionaire on my two-wit box guys, and I probably maybe won them about five times in total over five years, and the rest was just pissed money down the drain.
0: I mean, I'm not a big, huge fan of uh, in that I don't mind, I've got nothing against gambling. Uh, but mm. I'm not a fan because I find it generally a bit boring. Same. But at I just least like with, the quiz. But like with the horses and stuff, we think, well, that horse might fall over and mine might win or something. Mm. Who the hell's putting money into fucking gam into bandit F- machines, which fixed are computer odd, yeah. programmed to fucking be much <laughs> cleverer than you are?
2: Yeah. The fixed odd betting terminal thing, I think, <sighs> is genuinely fucking appalling because it's like, yeah, it's, there's not even a, a as you say, it's not even like football, where you might just get, you know, a freak yeah. of something and fucking Burnley will beat Man City 4-0 or something. It's Like, no, that will not happen. The computer says no, that will never happen. Congratulations.
0: My granddad gambled on the horses. Um mm. he was, you know, that type. And he had a, mm. I think he probably had something approaching a problem, really, at times. He got himself into some unbelievable stuck with a with a fixed odd betting terminals in his seventies. Like properly scared the shit out of himself and had to like stop it. On they, I, I, they're fucking terrifying. They're absolutely awful, terrifying.
2: Awful things, genuinely horrendous. He's gone anyway. now. God bless his soul. Well, but, it's, uh, but yeah,
0: but yeah, he, he sorted it. But yeah, he found himself. I think. Anyway, news-wise,
2: yes, uh, Eddie Jones has shown his ass again. <sighs> I mean, does it even count when rugby's most easily verifiable asshole says something that a total arsehole would say anymore? Yes, apparently, because he's... <laughs> what is basically... it this
0: time, Josh? Tell people <laughs> who may not know, but they must uh, know.
2: Yes, he's basically patronised Marcus Smith, while at the same time being both disrespectful and wrong about uh, Emma Raducanu, um, by basically saying that Marcus Smith should needs to not be like Britain's most successful female tennis player in the last 50 years or whatever it is um and do things like have a life outside of rugby occasionally do things for commercial agree- agreements go to a nice dinner somewhere in a nice dress and that sort of thing and he needs to focus on his rugby which I mean I get what he's saying when you become a superstar all of these things will suddenly be on your plate and it's very easy to lose focus. But I mean, who is Eddie Jones to lecture anyone, be it Marcus Smith, Emma, Emma Radicano, or anybody else, about the importance of focus for a professional sports person? That guy can't go a fucking week without taking up some new fucking consultancy gig. Yes. Imagine, how good, imagine how good England would be if he'd focus on his primary fucking job instead of moonlighting for every cunt with a checkbook. It's just, it's beyond fucking parody now.
0: It's also a bit of a nonsense really because in this day and age, everything, including you're away from sport activity, is all managed to the micro minute.
2: Absolutely. If
0: you're an international sports person, even in rugby, which is still relatively relaxed, you're not telling me there isn't the can you come to training then, you go home then, you eat then, you've got to go and do that, you sleep that night, that night you yeah. go out. It's all unbelievably managed, it's, anyway. Yeah, so it's, there's no way like that your you manager's th- going to go. I've got you 97 days on the bounce of going out and <laughs> going to movie premieres. Do you know what I mean? It's just a fucking ridiculous. Yeah.
2: I need you, I need you on the catwalk of the Met Gala. Oh, by the way, it's the same day as you know the last week game, the Six, <laughs> Six Nations. Yeah, That's not going to be I, a worry problem, about is the Tennessee it?
0: Tennessee stuff or the Six Nations <laughs> stuff? It's fine, it's a... It, it also assumes that people are just like, yeah, I don't want to do sport anymore. I just want to fuck around. You know, it's. I don't know some I, people are like that but I think it's a I mean, that, it's just a
2: different world now I mean that's certainly it? how he thinks but like <laughs> like genuine the 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 other thing is that he just described her as the girl that won the US Open and didn't have the bother to know her name before disparaging her professionalism which is <laughs> like for fuck's sake man it's not hard she's it's got like, a very she's getting... got a very memorable name
0: how do people not get now? A bloke who's who's sixty shouldn't be lecturing eighteen-year-old girls about whether, whether they go out or not.
2: It's it's real, just like what are you even? I also enjoyed that the Times podcast today, which I love with you. I don't listen to, but I just saw, um, Times Sport podcast today. The Rock one, whatever it was, was um, Owen Slott joined by Stephen Jones and John Inverdale to discuss. it. Emma Radakanu, Marcus Smith and Eddie Jones. It's like, yeah, there's three incredibly qualified people to talk about what it's like to be a young sports person today.
0: I mean, you know, we're we're, you know, we have a few exactly sports we're the, people. We're
2: but, we're no different in that. But it just made me laugh that they, it's like, let's get special guest John Inverdale on to talk about being sexist about people. I'd, love said to, see, I'd to see Smith. Him. Me too. I'd like to see him in a nice dress. You've always
0: suggested it. Yeah. But yeah, imagine, he's, he'd look lovely. With that <laughs> yeah. beautiful, beautiful clear skin and that hair. Imagine that hair lovely whipped hair. up into something beyond my quiff. Did you...
2: I mean, I really like Marcus Smith as a player. And obviously, he has a haircut. But it's it's not like he's got fucking... It's not like he's got a mohawk, is it? It's like... Marcus Smith's haircut is by some distance one of the least silly haircuts in Rugby Union right now.
1: He's just got a floppy ev-
2: fringe. Yeah, he's got a floppy fringe that he sort of throw, like brushes back into a slightly sort of spiky thing, which has been the sort of derrigger, handsome young man haircut since about 1912. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. like, you know, have you seen the entire New Zealand team who are having to cut their own hair? That's fucking that's but as soon as but of course as soon as the camera panned to him what does mark durden smith say there he is with that haircut it's like it's not a fucking haircut mate. it's a it's side parting. Hair. yeah <laughs>
0: it, as you said it is the most ba- basic normal haircut that <laughs> it's anyone's ever really had.
2: not that different uh. Yeah. What
0: was it what is it Ron Swanson says? Are only three acceptable haircuts? Buzz cut, high and tight and crew cut. And <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: to that side part in front of me. They're the four yeah. completely boring acceptable haircuts.
2: Absolutely. And yeah. It's just I I don't like I don't like how he's being depicted and like the media just seems to treat him like a sort of strange, fascinating like objet da. it's like no he's just the best fly off in England and just as somebody around, who
0: had even B, thick dark hair with a side parting through most of the 90s <laughs> the middle part, mm-hmm. I'd like to just say that it's nothing to be laughed at or pointed at yeah. is it because he's got hair that might have come from a slightly different ethnic background
2: and people <laughs> really? can't fathom it. I am really fucking glad you said that because I've been dancing around that for the last time. I know you really. don't yeah. know how
0: to put it do you but basically he's people got fucking,
2: like... he's got fucking Asian hair. What do you fucking do? Like, yeah. Some, yeah he's speaking of Asian. who
0: had stuff that was not dissimilar to Asian hair genuinely when I was that age. Mm. I do get it. It's big and it's well look at me now. I'm grey now but and it's um yeah it's just bizarre. It is a little bit like people mm. Fucking staring and open mouthed at Colin Kaepernick's throw, isn't
2: it? It is exactly that. I've been watching a bit, and of and somehow a judging him for it. Yeah, have you have you watched any of that yet? I the have, co- watched, all have yes. watched all of that. You watched all I watched a couple of episodes, and I was like, "Oh, I mean, it's very good." I, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I knew, it. I knew, I knew, I none of it is shocking to me, but at the same time, it's just like, God, being non-white in America is rubbish. But yes, very good. I enjoyed it.
0: As King Slain said, he's a young half-Asian man. That lid's been in favour since 1850. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. And then points out that obviously half-Asian Eddie Jones probably had the hair like that at some
2: point in his he life. He probably yeah. did,
0: yeah. Well, to be fair, it's not him that's mentioning his hair all the fucking time. It's no, people that... no, it's everyone
2: else. <laughs> he's more bothered he's... about him
0: using his hair to go to...
2: Yeah, maybe getting a fucking head and shoulders. Movie galas or something. Or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, back to the point... Yes. Yeah. It's always worrying when the first example you grope for—sorry, terrible phrase to use—but the first example you go <laughs> for, yeah. yeah, sorry, is a is um is an eighteen-year-old woman when you're an old man. Yeah. Was there no like it was, you know you couldn't think of anybody? Maybe you managed yeah. that that happened to, <laughs> for example. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or or anybody who's no longer in the England squad that you were, uh, you know. Yes. <laughs> like- Indeed. Or James Haskell going to the fucking royal wedding, maybe.
0: Yes. Anyway. Anyway, yes. Yeah, once again, just... I mean, the journal don't report anything he says because he he gives you column inches, doesn't he? Of course,
2: Uh, every time he opens his mouth, there's a news story because he says something stupid now. And it it does add to the thing that he's just trying to get sacked. But (laughs) He's so bored. (laughs) He's so fucking bored. Uh... Any more news? It's uh, short just before uh, we came on. Uh, Ken Owens is apparently going to miss the entire Autumn Nations series due to this back injury that he's been troubled by, which means we've got another two games of uh, Ryan Elias and Bradley Roberts. So,
0: Well, more good. on that later, but...
2: I mean, yeah, credit is going to have to be given where credit is due there. But yeah, I mean, it's still extremely suboptimal, let's face do we,
0: it. Do we want to cover the outcome... Of the uh, pitch invader man here in news, are we doing that
2: later? Oh, has there been, has there been, oh, I missed that entirely. What's happened? The uh,
0: break. lifetime ban,
2: good from the Principality yeah. Stadium. I mean, it's kind of the least. Well, it's completely expected, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, some people said that he, sh- his club, should not be allowed to have tickets anymore, and I think that's certainly fair. If that's the way their players are going to behave,
0: I can't. I I don't know. I got a bit of a... when that video was circulating. Out of the people lobbing pints at him as he was coming off, while security held on to him, it had a little bit of the medieval stocks vibe about it. Which I'll be honest, I'm not really here for. I'm, I'm not really into that.
2: Under normal circumstances, I wouldn't be either. But I thought in this case, I, the only thing I didn't like about that was that the fucking stewards got as much beer as he did. <laughs>
0: It was a this is why street, they had.
2: This is why they had stocks, because that way there's no There's no collateral damage. You know, you just put someone in there, and they get the full brunt of it.
0: So, what you said, they should have mobile stocks that you put the pitch invaders in, and then wheel them <laughs> so all around we, the stadium. We've
2: got to provide a deterrent to these people while
0: people lob beer. <laughs> we assume
2: it's beer at these people. Indeed. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, fair enough. He shouldn't be allowed near rugby again because he's a fucking moron. But uh, yeah.
0: And Kerry Jones he's... says here uh, he's Kerry's read that he's also been investigated by WRU as a player to see if he's broken conduct rules <sighs> too. I do I think mean... we need to maybe calm down a little bit. He was pissed that I he wasn't a It. He shouldn't have done it, but thousands done it before. He should be banned and stuff. But trying to find every avenue to ruin his rugby existence does not seem like a very proportionate response to me.
2: I mean, I agree with you to a point, but I also that means you don't agree think, with me. But go on. I I agree with you to a point in that I, I I I completely agree that it's too. It's probably a bit much, going after his every waking stuff, but like. I just think it's, like, the natural end of, like, it's the, the the peak of this fucking criminally unfunny fucking banter mentality that absolutely permeates both British men culture and particularly rugby culture. Like, yeah, what, what do you expect? If we sort of dickheads from all across the fucking rugby strata, basically fucking... Giving a frothy fucking reception to that absolute waste of DNA, Jarvo, for the last two weeks, and it's yes. like you can't have it well, both ways, can you? Yeah, this thing you you won't respect any responsibility for encouraging that kind of criminally unfunny shit in the name of banter. Like
0: that's the like, worst thing about it to me. It's yeah, Unbelievably me too. not funny. Yeah, it's stop. This is pretending rug- like it is.
2: Yeah, rugby's definition of humour should have everyone involved sent to the fucking Hague, but... It's the
0: Mrs. Brown's boys of banter videos.
2: You know, it's like... But now it's materially impacted a, a test match. Well fucking done. Like... We'll never know what would have happened if Liam Williams I had pinned did. his ear He would have got
0: tackled because there
2: were three he players would. coming across. He probably but... would have, but Liam Williams is very fast and he's also quite good at sidestepping. And we the don't know what would have happened. The pass
0: was behind him. He'd already pivoted before he would pirouetted because the pass was behind him anyway. I mean, it did it did impede him, but it, he wasn't scoring there. He wasn't we'll scoring, never know now. Will we'll we
2: never know. know exactly the thing. We will never know what would have happened after he'd been tackled. Narrator:
0: or... <laughs> I know he wouldn't have scored,
2: but it, uh... he probably wouldn't have scored, but who knows what would have happened in the phase after, or the phase after that, because all three of those box defenders were careering across there, desperately trying to make the tackle. There's yeah. a massive hole in that fucking box defensive line. He might have a bit better, might he? Yeah. Who knows, anyway? Yeah, you could have a you could knobhead to do. It was a bad thing to do. It materially impacted a game of rugby in ways that we will never know whether it would have changed the game or not. It might not have. It might have. And it's a direct... You know, he only did that blatantly because for the last fucking... It feels like forever all of the world's biggest dickheads have been determined that that Jarvo guy is fucking hilarious. And just like, can we not? Can we just like have humour that's funny for five minutes?
0: There's something coming out of that. There's something underneath that Jarvo guy anyway. He's obviously being paid for by fucking Paddy Power or somebody or something because he's getting what, too much how, access and too how much. How is coverage he getting
2: yeah, how is he getting into all of this fucking shit all the time? He was at the fucking NFL when I was there the other week. It's like
0: I never heard of him. A, somebody said to me, I'm sick of this Jarvo because I thought he meant Lee Jarvis. <laughs> I had to well, look it up.
2: I was like, yeah, I agree. Also, <laughs> also sick of him. But also sick for of different it, reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, and forget all of the sort of like punishments and fines and WIU taking action. Have you seen that video of the lad who tried to tackle Xavier Rush in a kebab shop?
0: <laughs> no, I have not, no. <laughs> but I can imagine how it went. But, yeah.
2: I mean, you can imagine how it went, but you genuinely are not prepared for what's going to happen. Because, like, you know, Rushy's being very uh, game with it. He's standing there, he's waiting for his kebab, you know, and these two lads, you know, this group of lads are like, come on, let me try and tackle you, let me try and tackle you. And so he dips, he sort of dips his shoulder a bit, and this lad gets to run up at him from basically the outside of the shop to the counter. And Rushy just sort of does that thing that Xavier Rush always used to do when he was running with the ball of just sort of like popping up the shoulder and kind of giving a bit of the forearm as well. And the guy actually takes off and it's genuinely one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And I cannot stop watching it and I'm going to keep watching it on repeat forever. But I think as a, and then, yeah. And then, rushy having absolutely knocked this fucking guy on the floor on his ass his mates are absolutely pissing themselves rushy just quietly turns back to the counter and waits for his kebab without any reaction whatsoever it's glorious but um one of
0: my favorite yeah, ever rugby videos is the welsh lads on that steep street in the valleys have you seen that one yes
2: well, yeah, he's, yeah. he says you're going to run it and
0: tackle him. And he, he, he says, if you knock me over, I'll pay you 20 quid. And he just gently steps out of the way and the blow
1: rolls down the street.
0: And it's that, it's just, I know it's fucking infantile, but it's the unbelievable it's... pissing themselves that everybody watching is doing that yeah. just always makes these videos.
2: This is the, it, and it, it's the the sort of absolutely unearned courage in your own physical capabilities (laughs) compared to a rugby player it's like oh I can fucking tackle all of these fucking things it's like this guy's been retired for ten years and he's absolutely destroyed you
0: it's like when you watch him it's a bit it'd be for me it's a bit like saying you know I've skateboarded once give me that surfboard I'm going into the Pacific in Hawaii (laughs) do you know what I mean? It's that kind of feeling it's like yeah I'll go take on a 40 foot Pacific wave because you know I could I know how to stand on (laughs) something.
2: Do you know what I mean? it's, it's, like, it's... it's extremely that. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I I think you know rather than that, we should just make him try and tackle Xavier Rush, and then we can all just move on. <laughs> yes. We'll all have Indeed. a nice laugh. We'll all have a nice laugh, and then we can move on.
0: Any more news?
2: Um, yeah, a couple of bits and bobs. Um, Owen Farrell didn't actually test positive for COVID nineteen. It turns mm-hmm. out. Um, it was a false positive, apparently. Uh, and Or Eddie Jones just really wanted us to watch an above-average club fullback play 10 against a team who had I'm a sorry, coach who was 7,000 I... miles away doing it over Zoom. i just watched that video Xavier Rodgers. Genuinely. Genuinely. <laughs> it's one
0: of the best broccoli. things I've ever seen in my life. He goes like a fucking Catherine wheel. He almost flips 360 and lands on his back. It's the reaction,
2: it's, it's the reaction of his mate, who has the look on his face that genuinely just... He's completely aware that he has just witnessed a story that they will be retelling for decades about that time Xavier Rush sent him into space in a fucking kebab shop.
0: And not for nothing, the the bloke's hair... And 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 leather jacket bomber jacket thing is yeah a it's awful it's sort it,
2: of a barb <laughs> it's like a barbary kind of leathery jacket isn't it and he's wearing loafers with no socks like all in all it's a perfect combination of things that I'm absolutely happy to see <laughs> that happen to
0: <laughs> anyway that's probably the end of the news isn't it let's uh...
2: yeah yeah I mean it should be the end of the news uh, yeah I haven't found a test positive for COVID oh well. Ta-da. So he's back
0: in the squad now, isn't he?
2: Back in the squad, ready to go.
0: Not quite in the news because possibly um, that means Louis Line is out the squad.
2: Yes, I still and I want. Just, the... I I want some shenanigans here. I, I really want some shenanigans now. Yeah, there's <laughs> still time for Australia to call Louis Liner up this week. They lot they've lost a couple of players in the back line. They can say that it's perfectly injury related, but. I want Louis Liner to go into that game with all of England's attacking game plan and just give it to, <laughs> to Dave Rennie and go, there you go. <laughs> Start me on Saturday then. So that's the news. Yes.
0: Let us now, we're going to move into the weekend, well, about 15 minutes sooner than we normally do. We're still not that's exactly quick. Fire. And... Uh, talk about the many many games on the weekend which is obviously for the so many subscribers. Games. so if you want to if you want to listen to all our you know well you know it's probably nonsense but if you want to listen to it you can go to patreon.com for urges blood and modern air sign right. up there and get a special rss feed and listen to it all so non-patrons goodbye and we'll see you soon
1: Acast recommends podcasts we love change is a new podcast series with me claire mckenna
0: ACAST is home to the world's best podcasts, including the David McWilliams podcast, I'm Grandmam, and the one you're listening to right now. So that is the end of the weekend. And we welcome back our non patron listeners. And my pen isn't working because I'm trying to write something down, which is very annoying. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so we do some shit good then. No, we've got some predictions to do. For oh, us, of course, we'll we to do, do, do some do predictions haven't we? Yeah, do the shit good. Obviously, we've got the prediction league going with uh, our friends at Match Pint. Uh, you mm-hmm. download the app there, you go to the Guinness Pint predictor, and you predict the scores for each game every weekend. and We've got our own special league, and you can use code Blood and Mud to join that league. We've got a hundred and odd people in there now, 150 ish people in there, all competing. Yep. If you if you predict within a certain winning margin, you win a pint for yourself. Or if you win within predict within twenty points, you get to give a pint to somebody else. I've got pints to give to people. I've still not me worked too. out how I'm supposed to do it. I'll be honest. Neither are I. I'm going to do it. If you want a pint, DM me. If you're in the league <laughs> and you want a pint, DM me. And I'll send Same. it to you. Um, although Guinness zero point zero is out, It's getting rave reviews, and I fancy oh, well, having to do on that. Why not? Um, can we just where give are
2: you, a spe- where are you in the league, Lee?
0: I am. I've moved up. I've moved up to thirty odd, from
2: sixty odd. uh, I've fallen down to fifteenth.
0: Have you? You were like when you like seventh last week.
2: Yeah, I've you done so badly. I got all the results right, but I. I uh, I don't. I think I overestimated how much New Zealand would beat Italy by. I did all that.
0: I think I got ten points for every game this week.
2: I think I did. I think yeah, I got. 71 points in total, but I only got, like, Scotland was the only one and France were the only ones that I got bang on. Well, not bang on, but, like, nearly bang on. My
0: pos- I could have just completely made up my position there, so I'm just going to check. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm 53rd. I was just making that up. I've moved no. up from 66 last week, so I it's have moved a bit,
2: up. has been a big week for you.
0: It has been a big week. However, i just like to pick up people doing a hell of a lot better than us and our ridiculousness. Yes. Is, um, is um, Christian Cox who did very well last week. Absolutely, he's, n- he's, he's nailed it again this week. He's top of our league and second in the whole world.
2: Fucking hell.
0: Um, Air and he's play. got ninety-six points this week, including the perfect New Zealand Italy score. How do you do that? Jesus. He's had two. Just... Per- he's had two perfect score predictions.
2: That's incredible.
0: Absolutely amazing stuff. Second place is Christian Rose from Wales. Um and third is Callum Rose no sorry Christian Jones from Wales is second Callum Rose is third fourth is David Rogers from Scotland and fifth is Dave Poole, who's got Fiji as his team so I'm assuming he's mm. from Fiji or he's just whatever but well, yeah so come and join in you get to predict and get to realize how terrible we are obviously um yeah. but you get so you go to match pints, download down well do, sorry download match Pint from whatever you get your apps from join up click on the Guinness Pint predictor Go to Johnny League. Use the code blood, code blood and mud word. And in the middle of blood and mud, there for good stuff. So let's do quick predictions for the weekend. Then, so we've got Italy Argentina, which looks a very interesting game now.
1: Yeah, it does.
2: I mean, if Italy defend like they did against the All Blacks, then Argentina. You know, Argentina only scored against France through genuine. Batshitery, batshit by, uh, silliness, by Janibre, yeah. <laughs> and a blatant, and a blatant form of fucking knock on for that try at the end, where I still don't understand how that was. Or well, getting... he
0: smacked it into his, into his face. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think they're saying like... the ball didn't leave his hand as he slapped it. I slapped can't it see into it. it. Nothing using, obvious, I guess. You, you could argue someone it wasn't
2: else, obvious. using someone else's face as a backboard isn't the lowest rugby. But I'm prepared. Look, I'm I'm prepared to try the, the rules out and see how that goes. Imagine how tired O'Keefe was by then, though. Oh, oh, honestly, just, fucking, just give it. It's funny. <laughs> Fuck it. <Yes. laughs> um, I think Argentina by like eight. See, I, think,
0: I, I, I I don't know why I fancy Italy here. I, I think I, I, they'll be a bit pumped part up of from the weekend. It's be
2: a, part of me thinks it's going to be a draw. It's going to be like <laughs> nine all. Italy by five, I reckon. Yeah, mate, I see now you're saying this, I'm starting to, I'm wavering.
0: it to yeah. win, I think. Yeah, in a like, really, bad. really, really terrible low skill game. With yeah, really bad,
2: real bad game, <laughs> real bad game. But I, I still, I still feel like it could be a draw. I still think it could be like a nine-all or twelve-all draw.
0: Uh, Scotland, South Africa,
2: Scotland think Scotland. You've already like said five. you fancy
0: Scotland, yeah, in the uh, in the in the full discussion of the weekend.
2: Scotland by five.
0: I've seen nothing from South Africa to suggests that Scotland can't do
2: it. Mm. Um why not that's why not now would be my sort of If not
0: yes if not if not, if not, if not now, now then when? When you have yeah. to say that don't you? Indeed. I genuinely think the way Russell's playing I think he could be the, I know it's easy to say it is obvious to say but I think he could actually be the different because he's a truly... He's probably the only truly outstanding half on the field, really. Yeah. Unless yeah. Fran Stein plays there now. Well, obviously.
2: Yeah. That's the thing. They've got, you know, they're going to have to play somebody else at 15. So, yeah. I just, I, I look at that box. I don't, I, the Scotland defence is very good. And a lot of that Scottish team seem to have a chip on their shoulder about the Lions and how they should have played all sexy, sexy rugby. So, fucking. I also think genuinely, money both the, these lads.
0: Yeah. The Scotland 9, 10, 12, 13s, one of the best around. Best right in the world. Now.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will fucking go into that Buck defensive line and they'll give them a lot more to think about than Wales did.
0: And you've already mentioned the uh shithouse back road that they've got in the best possible yeah.
2: way. Yeah. And Vermeulen played terribly last week. He was, was just me. real bad.
0: He just spent real his entire bad. time shouting at the referee. Yeah. like, look, focus yeah, I, on I, like <laughs> doing some tackling or
2: something. <laughs> He spent a lot of time putting his hands directly on the floor and then coming back to the ball and then looking baffled as to why he was getting <laughs> pinged for it. It's like Dwayne, you're very old now. You should understand this. As <laughs> somebody said, the Ulster effect is creeping in. <laughs> <laughs> um, It'd be very unfortunate for Ulster if they signed Dwayne Vermeulen G- just at the moment where he's gone. Like like, uh, oh, yeah.
0: where well, he's gone full Augustine Creepy. Just, yeah, yeah. Just
1: wander can't around. can be
0: fucked. Can't I'm be here on. for the picture. Shout
1: to the
2: ref. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so you think Scott I think we both think Scotland narrowly that narrowly yeah
2: yeah. I don't see why not
0: Ireland New Zealand Ireland will never have a better chance to beat New Zealand but they won't is my see, I, think
2: so. I think Ireland will never have a better chance to win, New Z- beat New Zealand than they will because New Zealand will I take mean, obviously they've
0: beaten New Zealand in the past five years I'm not saying yeah. that, but I'm just saying
2: indeed if not now when
0: <laughs> again sort
2: yeah. of, again but also I just think the, so the thing that worries like not so much worries me but if I was a New Zealand fan the thing that would worry me is how complacent New Zealand look and how they look like they just need to turn up and I think for 60 minutes against both a shit Wales team and Italy they basically were broadly had parity despite them being incredibly limited, two incredibly limited teams and okay things got ugly in the last 20 minutes but Ireland have the fitness and the defense and the structure to not let it get ugly in the last 20 minutes. And if it's if there's less than a converted tribe between the two of them in the last 20 minutes, like I can see the old blacks just fucking. I don't think it's gonna be Ireland by three, is what I'm saying.
0: New Zealand by 10, I'm saying.
2: Also, could easily happen, could (laughs) could it it just as easily be New Zealand by 30. Like,
1: that's, it that's, couldn't there's...
0: just as easily be Ireland by 30. That's not going no, to
2: No, I don't think we'll be seeing another Chicago. But, yeah. I don't know. I just got, got a good feeling about him.
0: Well, we're jinxing people left, right and centre. Oh, the... yes. England-Australia. If that Australia team turns up to Twickenham, England will win by 20 points.
2: I'm, so- uh, I'm not
0: normally the arrogant English cunt in the... No, game. I
2: agree with you. I- I'm hoping that a better team than what turned up Against Scotland, turn-up, so I just think England by nine.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be confident. Fuck it. Um, France, we're into the daft stuff now. France (laughs) versus Georgia.
2: France by 25. (laughs) I'm
0: saying France by 35 in that one. They scored 29 points against the fucking mad, insane Argentinian (laughs) crazy people. Georgia are not a good team.
2: No, they're not. But I do think there's a, because of the sort of club associations, I think there's a real chance that at least half of this game could be spent fighting. So,
0: <laughs> well, again, on last week's evidence, they all play in France together, so they're all going to kill each other. Let's cool. go. <laughs> and then, well, Josh, the goat, the specter, the specter of Fiji is looming. Sunday game, so you can, you know, yep. the only thing you can you need to <laughs> Luxuri-
2: focus on luxuriate in the misery. You
0: can go to church so, in the morning and maybe pray. Oh, uh, yeah. Again. <laughs> uh,
2: I think probably Wales by two because <laughs> I just think, as much as Fiji are a decent side, I don't think you know, again, their co- their coaching team is staying at home. Fucking Lavani is pretending to have a knee injury just to not be
0: there. <laughs> oh, yes, like, <laughs>
2: what the fuck is that about by the way bro, lads,
0: it is bro, oh yeah
2: he <laughs> goes out to leave the squad because he needs knee surgery <laughs> and then literally gets named in the lower shell starting 15 <laughs> the next day what the i fuck? mean it's completely it's out
0: of order right. but you can't you can't do anything but admire the absolute brass fucking neck of it though yeah. can you yeah it's
2: like just just tell him you need knee surgery all right <laughs> We haven't got any doctors here because we can't afford to fucking fly well, away So, what,
0: what about on Saturday when I'm playing? What, let us worry about that. You just tell him you need you just tell him you need knee surgery. We'll, Not worry, we'll deal he
2: with just, the world we'll be We'll deal with the investigation. Don't worry. He's just stretching it out. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, we thought he broke his knee, and then we did some analysis, and it turns out that he just banged mm. it on the wardrobe. So we're all yeah. right.
2: Um, so yeah, you I, think? I, I, I depleted, think they're going to be Wales are going to be VG. I think it's going to be a truly appalling game where Wales are going to look like losing it for large swathes of it. Well, and then four, they might. Four
0: just... words, Josh. Seb Davis at eight.
2: Yeah, I mean, realistically, it's going to happen. <laughs> it is going bad to, is going to... Yeah. yeah. Some bad things are going to happen this weekend, selection wise. <laughs> and, you know, I don't even know what's going on with the teams. Why is Callum Sheedy playing fucking Bristol this weekend? Like. Like he is in the Wales squad, and then they've just gone, "Ah, oh, you're you're such an afterthought to us now, pal. You might as well just stay with your club." <laughs> it's like, well, I I don't understand anything, and so Wales by two. Uh,
0: yeah, I think Wales, I think Wales by ten. I think Fiji will just lose it a bit. It'll be a relatively hope, comfortable by the end. Oh Jesus, I
2: hope so. I think for, at least I would be amazed if Wales aren't behind at half time <laughs>
0: and you've and another sofa is broken yeah you'll
2: have <laughs> another sofa is broken now it's Indeed. shit
0: good time that's a prediction yeah, so come is. and join us get download match pint join the league blood use the code blood and mud predict your scores win yourself some booze if you want some booze i've got mm-hmm. some pints to give away if you're in the league you can let me know and i'll send them to you
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's like there's something like about nine and a half thousand no sorry 2,600 pubs across the country that accept the tokens to get free Guinness in. So go yeah. and watch your game, get yourself a free drink. Right. Shit, good time. Have you got yeah. any shit?
2: Uh, shit. I mean, I don't like saying this, but fuck me. The Blackferns have gone from mildly concerning. <laughs> we didn't talk about that, did we? To weekend. genuine fucking panic stations. Is it like they lost 43 12 last week and it was a record? And the Red Roses set another record, 56-15, man. And they had Portia Woodman back. Not even Portia Woodman could fix this. <laughs> like, and it was like it wasn't just the scoreline. It was the man. Like England got absolutely steamrolled them in every bit of the game, set piece, the breakdown, the general physical battle. They looked like, you know, they're less we're a year from the World Cup now. And, honestly, it's going to be really interesting now seeing how the Black Ferns go against France next week. Mm. Because, honestly, like France have given England much more of a fucking game this year than the Black Ferns have in either of those last two games. And if they lose that test as well, just stick England's name on the World Cup now. Because there's nobody else is going to touch them.
0: I, I struggle to compute a quiet confidence playing against New Zealand, but I'll have to just get used to it now.
2: Yeah. like It was... <laughs> It was as absolutely comprehensive a win for England this week. It's really almost, it, it, was almost, it was almost as comprehensive as the men's win against fucking Tonga. That's how bad it was.
0: And I got a bit of a window. I was watching this at the weekend, so we didn't mention it. But I was watching this at the weekend, and I was like, and I was like, this must be what it feels like to be a men's New Zealand fan all the time.
1: <laughs> it's really just knowing, weird
2: just knowing that you're absolutely physically and you know tactically and organisationally completely superior <laughs> yeah. to anybody else in the world yeah It also, I guess it also must have sort of made you feel a little bit of like what it's like to not be English as well because like this England team are really likeable <laughs> Yeah. and lovely yeah. and I, I really like them I don't hate them at all
0: no I, and so. there's, yeah there's something about that the women the route to the women's games via the unis isn't it not via vast elitist private schools. so yeah maybe Funny that's that. i mean that's maybe, entirely the maybe chip this, on, maybe that's inside of the there. chip on my shoulder so I, you know I, I have to admit there's nothing reasonable or rational about it i'm just you know how, how, it is what how it is. is
2: how big is that chip lee is it a skinny chip is it a, <laughs> a, a callback
0: the, uh yeah so um So that's got shit here. James McKay Mount gets in touch and shit is South African fans and their video analysis. You've (laughs) won the fucking match and you're still pissing and moaning, lads.
2: It is very unedifying, I will say.
0: (laughs) Well, it's almost like when the person right at the top of your rugby organisation makes it okay to piss and moan like for an hour on a video analysis after the game that you didn't like. Then... It somehow gives carte blanche through everything. Like saying that a bloke walking on the pitch is fine makes a pissed head, pissed head going on the ground the week after. This is what happens, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's almost like trickle down economics, but it actually works, unlike actual trickle down economics.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not going to be <been> completely <laughs> rubbished, but yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a funny one. I mean, you know, rugby is, I like the fact that rugby has contentious decisions that you can talk about. Although I know a lot of people who are not massive into rugby find that the most infuriating thing about the sport, but I mm. quite like it. I think it brings, and that whole refs have different interpretations thing. I quite like.
2: I don't mind but, um, it. Yeah.
0: Um, it's frustrating sometimes, but I do quite like it. It gives a bit of character and stuff, but you know, You just gotta accept that happens sometimes, haven't you? We all have a bit of a chat, but it's just gone beyond now.
2: Yeah, I think it's like there's a difference between like talking about aspects of genuine shithousery that have happened after a game that, you know, have not been caught and need to be fucking dealt with, versus complaining about sort of marginal decisions in a game you won that didn't go your way but were Probably broadly right, but maybe we're wrong on a different day. Hmm. It's like that level of I'm fucking bored of it. What what are we gaining from rugby union from doing that all the fucking time? And
0: we've all done it a bit, and we've all, all fucking right. done yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. There's a point which you've got to make a choice and go, you know what? I'm not going to spend <laughs> I'm gonna spend fucking not...
1: hours I'm pouring
0: over this shit that. anymore. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, Callum Forsyth gets in touch. He says shit is pitch invaders, you're not funny, and everyone hates you
2: yeah agreed. very
0: pithy Callum I like I like that that sums up the whole argument I think it's a good but good though is you and Ashman brilliant debut for 70 minutes off the bench and what a fi- yeah yeah a finish that was
2: by the and, way but yeah we haven't spoken about it but Jesus we like we have alluded to it but fuck me
0: slightly yeah, yeah. Ooh, 110
2: kilos he weighs how <laughs> outrageous
0: uh, Ryan Glendening gets in touch. He says, "Shit is the All Blacks have added Shad and Frizell back to their match day squad. Only six oh, months yeah. after sucker punching a woman and a boyfriend. You've also missed Ryan tormenting, um, mentally tormenting them for days afterwards. About who's going to come yeah, after yeah, them? Yeah, all. yeah,
2: yeah, threatening them through text. <laughs> Great culture, yeah. though. No
0: dickheads. No dickheads yeah, yeah. in that. No
2: dickheads. Squad. Only cunts. Yeah.
0: Jonty up north says, "Shit is the Tonga lads going home with three percent of the earnings of the England players for making the same effort." England were making a very big point of the six-figure match fee that uh, they were giving to uh, Tonga yeah. for that game.
2: Yeah, six figures, which is
0: is is better than not better than five it's figures. Better I guess. than five like, figures, yeah.
2: In, but in the same way that getting fucking you know punched in the stomach is better than getting kicked in the balls, it's like yeah, I suppose it is better. But you know, it's still nothing to be fucking proud of. Frey Goodman gets in
0: touch and says, shit, is Eddie slagging off Emma Raducanu for no reason? Yes, indeed. There is a reason. He's a twat. That's the reason why. <laughs> I mean,
2: I'm glad you said that. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: any more shits from you? Nah. Let's move on to good then. Lloyd William. Have you, sorry, have you got any goods? Uh,
2: that we haven't ooh, covered already. Oh, good. Wales women won a game for the oh, first yes. time in two years. I know he's so many Japan. But Japan are actually, Wales are so bad now that Japan are only ranked one place below Wales in the uh, the Women's World Rankings. And given everything that's happened in the last two years, absolutely nothing was off the table there. So just a great reward for everything that's happened in the last couple of weeks with the women getting professional contracts at last. And yeah. Only 10 of get, them, but it's a start, I guess. Yeah, and then they're going to have 10 sort of retainers, aren't they? So 10 full-time pros, 15 retainers. Right. And everyone's getting match fees and expenses, which is fucking so much better than it used to be.
0: Um what have we got? Are you gonna speak while we're on women's rugby for a minute, are you gonna mention I'm assuming you're gonna mention Simi Pam at some point? Oh
2: what a fucking try that is. I <laughs> bloody love her. She's absolutely no business doing what she no, does. No no
0: prop. prop should be able to move in <laughs> such a way. No,
2: she is an absolutely insanely just all round athlete, and she can What she player. took in
0: sort of the twelve channel, didn't she? Ste- yeah, yeah, yeah. Stepped in once and again through the line,
2: once again proving that front rowers are the only people who can run fucking good lines in modern rugby. But yeah, just if you haven't seen that try, I mean, she Imagine. only scores fucking brilliant tries. By the looks of it, but oh,
0: fuck. It. I mean, the power to get through the tackle, and then the gas when she goes. <laughs> That's the thing.
2: She fucking, now. she absolutely fucking sits down two players and then just go. See you fucking later. And just, it's just it. yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, so good.
0: Lloyd Williams gets in touch. Sorry, I was going back. She's good as the black fern scrub half. Kendra Coxedge, seemingly deciding that rather than this rugby malarkey, she was just going to see how much of a shithouse she could be throughout the game. And the answer was a fucking lot. A lot of time for that. If you're going to have a
2: bad day of it, just start shithousing. Completely agree. That was basically Tate McDermott's whole fucking energy when he came on. He's just like, right, <laughs> I'm going to be a cunt.
0: <laughs> James Gorkridge, he gets in touch, says good is Tebow Flamont. Yeah, five years ago, starting as a fly-off for Loughborough, and now he's a fucking lock.
2: Imagine if it was not, a I mean off. not
0: a single shred of that makes any sense at all. Not <laughs> yeah. a lick of sense anything about his fucking career trajectory.
2: It's the sort of thing that doesn't happen in professional sport anymore. And it's all you know, it's all the better for it. That's this wonderful. still happens in rugby. I love it.
0: Patricia I gets in touch she says, Got uh, our our, you know half-Portuguese friend. She gets it. touch. She says, good is Portugal beating Canada.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She's also good is Andrew Conway, especially his hilariously ramshackle third try. <laughs> Nothing summed up the state of Japan right now more than but that Andrew third Conway try. Yeah. Andrew Conway's hat-trick try as well. The actual try that he scored.
2: I um, a, a would for Canada, though. Kingley Jones sure. and Rob Howley and Byron Hayward's Canada. I mean, <laughs> Talk about a fucking triumvirate of people you don't want in charge.
0: Ben Russell has just pointed out a last minute shit. I've just seen that Hong Kong are now ranked higher than Canada in the men's oh, rankings. Hong Jesus Kong, fuck. which is basically
2: a town. <laughs> <laughs> isn't everyone that plays for Hong Kong just people who've, you know, gone, you know, are expats who. Haven't been money bothered lunch, to go and money <laughs> <on. laughs> People who work in financial services who play a bit of rugby on the weekend. god <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: It's genuinely really quite sad. It is because, because Canada
2: is a proper rugby fucking place. It's,
0: it's a rugby town, uh rugby place, yeah. Uh Martin Richard Charlesworth gets up, gets in touch. Says, as Good as the red roses. Yeah, we've talked about mm-hmm. that. Andy Bradshaw and says, "Good is the Imperial Death Star stuff." Oh, fuck off with the Leicester. We've had enough now. It was charming yeah. for about a week. We've had enough
1: now. <laughs>
0: um, Andy Bradshaw, he says, "Good though was Wales. I know they lost, but to be that close with a lack of leadership and experience has to give hope, doesn't it?" Well, you've, you're you're a patron, Andrew. You've just heard how much hope it's given Josh in the break. So I'll leave that. I'll, I'll leave yeah. it at that.
2: Fucking loads, mate.
0: Anne Harris says, good is uh, the apologies to the Wales fans amongst us, but Fran Stein's long-range penalty was simply awesome, as was his delight when it went over. Following I mean, on for that as if well. If you like
2: that sort of thing, yeah. Dave
0: McIntosh says, "Good was Francois Stane. Came on early and did Franz Stein things, made and everything in defence and thunder-cutting penalties from eight hundred meters. Also looking weirdly elusive at times. It's odd to see what, what it's odd to see what appears to be a forty-eight-year-old lumberjack ghosting through an international defence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably I mean, where he's... Nick Tomkins should have been stood. Guaranteed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he has basically got the body of a prop." Now. Are it's it's look,
0: remarkable. I've said this. I'll yeah. said before. I'll say it again. He looks like he should be in Montana with a rifle, yeah. telling the you know federal government to not come on his land. That's that's what he. That's what Fran Stein looks like.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, Owen England gets into it. It Says, "Good is everyone at the major trauma unit Ward Ten at the Jubilee Wing of Leeds Hospital. They've saved my knee and bolted me back together. Just need bone grafts now to fill Ooh. the eight centimeter gap in my right femur. Fucking hell." This is the other week. You'll have heard that he's come off his bike. Uh, there's there's photos this week of him with like, well, yeah, it's it, it's indescribable. But Owen, we're <laughs> glad you're on the mend, but it sounds like <laughs> a lot of yeah. a lot of physio ahead of you. So you know, Indeed. hopefully, we'll keep trying to make you laugh or piss you off or whatever mm. as, uh, through this time. J Mask double vaxxed OC gets in touch. He says, "Good is old man Sexton." He said, "But it's shit that old man Sexton is still the starting ten based on form."
1: Mm.
0: It must give me a bit of comfort to see the Sexton Carberry thing again, though. At least that's you know, <laughs> it feels like things are thing. normal yeah. again.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: Dave McGee gets in touch. and says, "Good as Ellis Jenkins. Oh my God, Ellis Jenkins a hundred times, Ellis Jenkins. We not we didn't mention him before. Surprisingly, no.
2: But... I thought he played very well." <laughs>
0: He did play very well, didn't he? Didn't do any contact in training last week. That's the answer. No, which is another
2: fucking, uh, yet another ringing endorsement of (laughs) why is rugby still doing fucking contact training?
0: If you're a professional rugby player at the age of 28, if you don't know how to tackle, then.
2: (laughs) Yeah, turns out contact is not a great shock to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's us, I think. I think it is. Just over two hours. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you very much, Josh. And we'll speak to you all. Pleasure. Next week, ta
1: da!
2: But.
0: Gotta press the button loads of times.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer
1: solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.